You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, Friday edition, ending the week with part two of our fantasy football mock draft rounds one through five yesterday, Matt and I did not tune in. You probably want to go back and start with yesterday's episode, then finish up today because we're going rounds probably six through ten or so. Look, we're not getting super deep into this. We're not going to have a ton of sleepers here, but just the, you know, the initial thoughts and ideas about where players should be drafted in fantasy football this year. And Matt and I each have four teams each. We're doing just an eight team mock draft here. And it's been a lot of fun so far. We're going to put it out to you, the listeners, and I'll have a picture of the whole draft board on Twitter after we're done here. And you guys can tell us which teams you like best, which players you think we're sleeping on, which players you think we have maybe too high as we head into the 2021 season. How are you feeling so far now that you've slept on those first five rounds, Matt? Pretty solid. Pretty solid. I'm, I'm on the clock here to start the sixth round. And this team has Zeke in the first round, Kittle in the second. You'll notice I drafted all three of the top tight ends. That was a strategy of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, David Montgomery, and I had one one receiver, Stefan Diggs. And I'm going to go back to that well and grab DJ Moore. Uh, in our wide receiver ranking show, uh, I mentioned that you know I really thought Bridgewater held more back last year, that there were a lot of open completions to be had that just the, the trigger wasn't pulled or whatever. I think DJ Moore is going to go back to – pretty much what we saw two years ago. And this is where, even if Sam Darnold doesn't become the Sam Darnold that they hope, it doesn't matter because he can make bigger plays. We've seen him make some really wild plays so far in his NFL career, even though overall he's been bad. But if he can lift that up a little bit, and he's got more weapons now, and just, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is not a big play quarterback, at least. I mean, it doesn't... DJ Moore's fantasy football numbers don't take into account what uh, Sam Darnold's completion percentages you know or his his quarterback rating right as, as long as he makes big plays yeah. and continues to target his wide receivers uh, I think we'll be fine and I love DJ Moore and we're at what wide receiver 15 right now at DJ Moore and there's a ton of talent at wide receiver which is why we both waited and it's, I'm guessing that's going to be your strategy in all your drafts is to wait on wide receiver because there's so darn many of them that's the plan I mean I, I really wouldn't shock me when my real drafts roll around 12 team leagues that my first four picks are a tight end and three backs and then just go receivers like crazy throughout the rest of the draft. Just pepper them with receivers and we'll see um, easier said than done. Right. Yeah. And with your tight end strategy. So Kelsey Kittle Waller off the board so far, and none of them were drafted by me. Three of your four teams do have tight ends. And when you start to add more and more players to each roster now with George Kittle there in the second round for you with this team, which was your last team, because we're on the turn here coming back the other way. So this is the eighth pick in the first round was Zeke Elliott. When you've got Elliott, Kittle, and then you start to add more wide receivers. Now you see DJ Moore in there, and then you start to see, okay, well, you got studs at every position where a lot of these teams that I draft here coming up, and your fourth team is not going to have a stud at the tight end position. No, you're right. However, I do like being able to sit back. I mean, clearly there's three tight ends. Maybe you love Pitts. Maybe you love Andrews or Hawkinson or somebody like that. But in an eight-team league, if if you're kind of punting on that position, the same's true for quarterback. You can wait and wait and wait. And still get a pretty oh, – uh, feel yeah, good about your guy. player and stack the rest of your roster instead. Exactly. 
So, Peacock, you're on the you're on the clock. Yeah, I'm here. on the clock. This is the seventh pick. We're coming back the other way on the turn at round number six. This is Peacock team number four: Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley, and Travis Etienne so far on this roster. And I could go a number of ways. Uh, I could go tight end. I could go quarterback here. But I am going to continue to bolster my wide receiver position because that's a strong position and I want to be strong there and that's where all the best players are left right now so that player for me is going to be Julio Jones I don't know what team Julio Jones is going to be on but the guy's a superstar still and still among the top three wide receivers and yards per route run even with some injury problems there so when when Julio's in the game and performing he performs like Julio and I I think that'll continue, and who knows? Maybe he'll even end up in a better offense. Yeah, I was torn between Julio and Amari Cooper for this pick, so I will settle for Cooper. And just a little shout-out. I wanted—I was a guest on Locked On Cowboys yesterday, and I got to say, those two were unbelievably kind to me. They gave me a great introduction and talked about the podcast I used to do at ESPN, and that's a big reason that they do what they did, and – they, they were awful nice to me, and I urge you guys to check that out. But we ended the show by them saying, hey, Williamson, why is Cooper so low on your damn wide receiver ranks? And <laughs> and I said, hey, you know, Peacock and I took Lamb ahead of him, so I'm pumping up one of your guys, but there's a price for everybody. If you're going to give him at the give me Cooper at the 43rd pick overall in a great offense, I'm in. There's more of those tweets, too, that I think we're going to have to get into on the next Twitter Tuesday where there are some fans that are uh, taking exception to a couple of rankings here and there. Rankings the are all about. Yeah, I love it. Let me go back to the draft board here. So this is the only team with the quarterback so far. I drafted Patrick Mahomes in round five. Got Allen Robinson, DK Metcalf, Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara on this team. This is a, this is a team that could go big. This is a team that could falter a little bit but I think this is one of those teams I'm trying to build up to where you're going to just dominate a few weeks and just have these monster games uh, and that's the idea here so if we're continuing that idea with this particular team I will this is tough because I I have some reservations about this player but I'm going Raheem Mostert here because he's the number one back in a Shanahan offense and we've seen how huge he can go and I would probably, I'm not huge into handcuffs, but that might be a direction to go with this roster. But um, I like Raheem Mostert's ability just to be, I mean, yards per carry, when he's been the guy for Shanahan, he's been the guy, the top guy in the league, big play player. So he can have one of those games where, you know, 150 yards, two touchdowns, and he could put up that kind of numbers. And so we're going big with this team. We're, we're, uh, we're hit and miss here, I think, on a lot of these picks. Quarter, the top quarterback just going for big points, hopefully, in, in a few weeks and hopefully hitting in that playoff zone hot. I assume you agree with me that he's clearly the odds-on favorite to be the opening day starter at running back, right? I fully Most expect are. him to be the starter and get the first carry, and I don't know how everything else is going to filter in behind him right now, but really the only person I could see challenging him for those, you know, the main bulk of carries would be the rookie third-rounder in Trey Sermon, and they're very different guys. So I think, if anything, maybe they both keep each other healthy, and that doesn't really hurt Ricky Mostert that much to have a guy who's maybe taking some short yardage carries away from him. Yeah, I, I think the reservations with Mostert, this is just a bigger picture fantasy subject, is, frankly, I don't trust him to stay healthy, and I'm not sure they do either. But Wilson's gone. You mentioned Sermon. But just get me to week one. I mean, predicting what my fantasy team's going to look like in week 10, 
I don't care. I mean, I'm trying to win week one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean, I got a six yards per carry running back in week one in a Shanahan offense. I'll take that. Right, you're going to start them and have a good chance to win your game. All right, I am on the clock here. This team has Saquon, Mixon, Ekelar, Michael Thomas, Keenan Allen. And I'm going to do an uncharacteristic Ooh. move here and grab Lamar Jackson, who I'm torn if I went Mahomes or Jackson as my quarterback one. It's just kind of an experiment to see what happens if I do take one of the higher-ranked quarterbacks. All right, we're going Lamar Jackson. Two quarterbacks off the board now. Peacock team number two has Derrick Henry, J.K. Dobbins, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, and C.D. Lamb. Going back to the running back well here. And I think there's a player that if there is one injury in the NFL, that is to Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt could be a league winner for your team. That's why I'm going Kareem Hunt here in round six. And you can start him as a flex early on. I yes, mean, that's and it has bad. value currently as well yeah. as big-time future potential. No, no question about that. This team has to go wide receiver. I have three running backs, Swift, Najee, Dalvin. I took Waller early. I only have McLaurin. There's a couple of good ones here, as usual. I'm going to go with Adam Thielen. I mean, I, I think people will draft Thielen, and no one's going to go crazy when you put that sticker on the board. But guy is solid, and there's not much competition there for tar- targets. Oh, rock solid. And, and you could count solid, on yeah. a certain amount of production from Adam Thielen here. So, you know, pick we're just inside top 50 here. Picks overall. Love it. Love that value. So you got two here, huh? All right, going turn. back to back on the turn with Peacock team number one. Currently has Christian McCaffrey that was the number one pick in this draft. Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs. And I'm going back to wide receiver. I don't know what he's going to look like in this offense, but I assume he's going to be the number one. Another uptick in Daniel Jones' game with the New York Giants. Give me Kenny Galladay here at pick 48 overall. Then I still have another selection to go at the turn, and I'm going to take my first tight end, and it's going to be not the next guy on the list. It's going to be the rookie, Kyle Pitts. Nice. I'm buying all in on Kyle Pitts, and especially if Mar- uh, if uh, Julio Jones is on another roster, the, the number two target in this offense, I think he's one of the rare rookies that could come in at that position and just be a star from the jump. I think he's going to be my fourth one off the board, too. Just because the upside is so tantalizing. Um, so this team was the one just took Thielen coming around the bend here. I was torn between Thielen and Chris Godwin. So you were kind enough to leave me Godwin. I will grab him gladly. Love Godwin. I don't know how how uh, targets are going to be there. spread out, but Godwin's just too good. And he's playing for a contract, too, which is always something you like in fantasy football leagues. Yeah, agreed. We're in round seven. We'll finish up round seven, eight, nine, and ten, and then put it to you, the listeners. Who had the best draft? What kind of strategies are you developing for your 2021 football leagues? Coming up. No NFL games to bet on, but NBA playoffs are happening and are super fun, especially when you've got a little extra on the line. Major League Baseball every day, all summer. All your sporting needs, odds, latest news at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action at Bet Online. This is your chance to get into the game. NBA playoffs, there's triple crown, horse racing, golf majors happening, the PGA Championship. And not just sports, by the way, a ton of other things to get involved with at Bet Online. There is table games, poker, blackjack even reality TV and award shows to bet on. 
Head to the website or use your device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit with promo code locked on. That is promo code locked on at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Derrick Henry, J.K. Dobbins, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, C.D. Lamb, Kareem Hunt. That's three wide receivers, three running backs for this squad so far. There's a lot of good running backs. There's some uh, good tight ends that I think have some value right now. Mark Andrews, I think, is a solid selection. I'm going to go with another tight end here. Back-to-back tight ends for my two teams here. High upside, kind of a high floor as well. Yeah, a solid pick there. I mean, I think him and Pitts are in contention for that fifth spot at the tight end spot. I adore TJ Hawkinson though, and I'm grabbing him right here. Um, I think he's going to lead the Lions in receptions and targets. That might not say a lot. That's not like leading the Chiefs in receptions right. and targets, but uh, they're going to be losing. He's always going to be on the field. I'm a Hawkinson guy. If there's a year for Hawkinson to take off and, and get into that echelon that I know you expect because you loved him coming out I of do. school, yeah. this would be that year. Not a lot of other talent on the offense. He's almost like the elder uh, offensive weapon now in that offense. Jared Goff is a guy that will really target players over the middle of the field too. So I think that's a fantastic fit. If there's a year for Hawkinson, Hawkinson to be that guy, it's this year. And if it doesn't happen this year, then maybe he's going to be one of those, you know, Good, not great tight ends in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. But he was really coming on last year, too. Right, yeah. So much talent there. How about Odell Beckham Jr.? Ah, Did we forget about him? Did we forget Odell exists? He is my selection here to go with DK Metcalf and Allen Robinson as my top three wide receivers on this squad. I think he's in for a bounce back year in a big way, to be honest with you. I mean, I think we're all sleeping on this guy tremendously. How about this choice? 49ers, Brandon Ayuk. I think a lot of people, I don't know your opinions on this exactly, I probably should, think Debo and Ayuk are about the same. I think this guy, with no disrespect to Debo, who's a really good young player, I think this guy is going to be the one and is better than I usually give him credit for. I think he's a star in the making. I think he's such a perfect fit for what Shanahan does on offense because he's explosive. He's got crazy play speed. He is so good after the catch. He's got that speed to get deep, too, so he adds that element. I think there's parts of his game he can get better at. He didn't have any offseason and hit the ground running in that offense and was really good when he was on the field, got nicked up a little bit, and I do think that it's more likely that Maybe even if it's not quite 1-2 with Ayuk and Debo, it's at least going to be 1-A and 1-B, and I think the 1-A would be Brandon Ayuk, and especially with the way, and part of it is because of the injuries and the way the quarterback play was last year for the 49ers, but Debo almost was relegated to pure gadget player, and even if someone like Julio Jones comes in, that really hurts Debo more than Ayuk, because then you've got Debo, or you've got Ayuk and Jones on the outside, then I think Debo would become that third guy who's running jet sweeps and running out of the slot, and I think he could do that um, amazingly and be awesome at that job too. So even if Julio showed up in San Francisco, I don't think it hurts Ayuk all that much. What if Julio doesn't show up? Let's just assume that. Does If Trey Lance takes over at any point or Jimmy gets hurt and they hand it to Lance, could this team become so run-oriented that there's only 20, 25 pass attempts to go around to Ayuk, Samuel, and Kittle? Yeah, that's the thing. And so yeah. Kittle's still going to be essentially wide receiver one in that offense. So there may be a limit to what Brandon Ayuk is going to do. Maybe there's that limit that he can't go crazy in that offense just because of, 
how much they want to run the ball and how much more they might run the ball. But there might be a tick more big plays, too, when Trey Lance shows up because of play action and his bigger arm, too. Yeah. So it could, yeah. go, it could be one of those things where he's just pretty average most weeks but then has a week or two where he just goes crazy. Yeah, I could see that. Love me some Josh Allen. I love his continued development. I think just his talent, him continuing to get better. If he continues to take a jump this year like what he did last year, look out, dude. And he's got all the physical abilities to do that. And this is a team where I've got three wide receivers, three running backs already. So I'm going to take the third quarterback off the board because I think there's enough of a gap at some point with some of these quarterbacks that I can get a little edge here by having Josh Allen as my quarterback versus some other teams, even in an eight-team league. Yeah, I can't argue with it. I think he would be my three as well. Kyler's in that conversation. Watson would have been. Um, so I'm on a turn here again. This is that team that has Elliott, Edwards Hilaire, David Montgomery. I'm throwing Mike Davis into that mix too. Just as depth running backs. I love grabbing that fourth running back. Um, he's the guy in Atlanta. I think it's going to be a good offense and he's the every down back. I mean, that's kind of all I need to know about him. And, and he can he, he can give you something in the passing game too. Uh, you know he's not a dynamic runner, but he's a veteran. They you know you can trust yeah. him. You can trust him to pick up blitzers and you know be uh, capable in pass protection. And it's not like there's some big rookie on the roster that's about to take his job. There's not much behind him either. So I think he's pretty comfortably oh. the number one back there. No, I mean even if they re-signed Gurley, I mean, they don't have any money. They, they can't do anything. I mean yeah. he's going to be the guy. So I'm up again. I've only have two receivers. I'm going to grab my guy, Deontay Johnson. For those that don't realize that he is the clear number one, especially in targets in Pittsburgh. They threw the ball a ton last year. Total homer pick by Williamson there. Of course. But that's of course. A, you know. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, there's uh, there's there's one of your guys on the board I still like there in Pittsburgh, but uh, I am going to go a different direction with this selection. Just took a quarterback with this squad. Got a couple of running backs. Got a couple of um, uh, a couple of three three running backs, three wide receivers. I'm actually going to go tight end here, and the 18 league pushes him up. But I think there's potential for a Zach Ertzless Philadelphia Eagles with mm. Dallas Goddard being a really good player and putting up numbers as good or better than some of the stuff we've seen from Zach Ertz recently because he's he's that good. And I think a lot of people around the Philadelphia Eagles believe at this point in their careers that Goddard is better and maybe a lot better. Yeah, I do too. Uh, that passing game worries me a little just from the uh, Jalen Hurts perspective of things, mm -hmm. but I think he's clearly the number one tight end. I mentioned it before too. I mean, I had him pretty high on my tight end ranks. I'm kind of babbling right now because I'm searching for a guy that I want here. All right, this is the portion of the draft where I'm kind of a little bit in no man's land. Because there's good receivers, but I already have three on this team. I'm not taking my fourth receiver yet. So this is when I roll the dice on guys like Javante Williams. Mm -hmm. hoping that I'm not sure Gordon's on that opening day roster. I just think there's a chance he gets traded to Miami or something like that. You know, That's a fantastic selection there. He was definitely high on my list and was going to be coming up very soon here. I'm actually going to do something and, and piggyback off of that. This might be too early, and maybe it's the next round that I should do this. But uh, just to my point earlier with Raheem Mostert, I think if you do draft Raheem Mostert, go find yourself Trey Sermon and draft him and get that handcuff and make sure that you know if, him, if Raheem Mostert is the number one guy in week one and then pulls his hamstring, Trey Sermon is going to be a league winner potentially in a Shanahan offense and, and could be very good for your team. No Jeff Wilson there, so there's not a lot of 
um, competition for carries anymore in San Francisco after Raheem Mostert, even if Wayne Gallman's on the team, maybe get some third down carries from you. But Sermon can catch the ball a little bit. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to do the handcuff here with Raheem Mostert just to make sure I get him before he comes back around the other side. I really like that pick. And the Niners guy, BP, doesn't want Raheem Mostert to get hurt. But Peacock Team 3 wouldn't mind Mostert getting hurt at all. No problem with either one of those guys getting hurt because then you know right. you have a Shanahan star running back and a workhorse of a Shanahan style running back, which is what you want to end up getting. And and that's kind of the way, you know, round six is fine for Raheem Mostert. And I think Trey Sermon being there is going to mute his value. But a lot of times what you see with the 49ers offense is one of the running backs gets drafted really high in the first couple of rounds. And I'm not in on that. I want to draft the second or third Shanahan running back because you know that that's the value when the depth chart shrinks and the top guy's out. Now that next guy's the the guy that's going to put up huge stats for you. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. This team that I'm picking for now only has two receivers. Um, I got some heat for not having Woods and Cup high on my uh, my receiver list. I respect them a great deal. I admit they're both underrated every year. Robert Woods goes up on the board, and of course, no one cares, but he will be a starter every week like he is every year. It's becoming increasingly clear that Peacock Team 1, Team 2, Team 3, and Team 4 are the four best teams so far on this board. We're going to solidify that in the last couple of rounds here as we finish up this 2021 Fantasy Football Mock Draft. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? It's coconut, coconut almond, peanut butters, my favorite, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, raspberry, some of the classic flavors there, and they're filtering through new flavors all the time. Something for everyone. And as we know from the Built Bar bracket, some passionate fans about their favorite flavors. Not only are Built Bar the best tasting protein bars on the market, they're healthy too. We're talking 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 4 grams of net carbs, and 4 grams of sugar. You can find a flavor that satisfies you or build your own box of Built Bars and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. Go to BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Coming to the end of round eight, Peacock team number two on the clock. Even more weapons for Kyler Murray in Arizona. Ah, I have no idea what to expect from that offense. You're timing that, that up well with the little noise, by the yeah, way. Yeah, thank you. You're getting <laughs> the, good at it. The noise is a nice little addition there. <laughs> um, but Kyler Murray is, you know, he, he could go off and dual threat quarterback, young quarterback that could continue to grow on what he has, has more weapons around him in that offense. Another year with Cliff Kingsbury. We'll see which way that goes. But I think the addition with this team, I have one tight end, Mark Andrews. I got three running backs three wide receivers, and to me, Kyler Murray is a nice little, uh, I think there might be a little gap after Murray here as far as quarterbacks go. See, I think there's a little gap after <laughs> Dak Prescott, <laughs> and I'm going to take him there. Thought about Dak, too. Just pretty serious injury, so a little worried about you know yeah. how quickly that comes back, but the weapons they have in that Dallas Cowboys offense, I mean, he could absolutely go nuts. Absolutely. And this team that you're picking on the corner didn't have a quarterback yet, so I figured right. I'd get, better get one before. Very you good chance Dak Prescott would have uh, been on Peacock Team 1 here at the turn if you didn't take him there. So yeah. Gotcha. Good move uh, by me, then. Yeah, very good move on your part. And uh, it doesn't hurt me completely because there's still some really good quarterbacks here. Obviously, there's league MVP out there. There's the guy who's the MVP the year before. But I'm going to bet on another uptick at quarterback here and take 
Justin Herbert. And man, if we see a year two mm-hmm. spike in what he did after his rookie year, look out. I love me some Justin Herbert. So uh, I'll go with the young player, the second year guy here to quarterback Peacock team number one. And then I've got to come back around and get myself another player. And this is where things get a little bit tough. You know what's interesting about what's going on with this running back group is that they're, I think that last Javante Williams pick was like right where the wall is. Because then you are um, you are really betting on either somebody getting hurt, you're looking for a high-level backup, you're looking for a, a rookie to take over somebody's job, but there's still one starter on the list that uh, that is being slept on a little bit, and it's probably because they drafted a first-round running back, but that's James Robinson, who, like we were talking about earlier with Raheem Mostert, should be getting week one carries as the number one back. So I'm going Jacksonville running back James Robinson here. I agree with everything you said, except I still think Chase Edmonds is available as a number one running back on what could be a pretty wide open offense, catching passes. They're pretty late to get a guy I know is going to play a lot. That's a tough one in Arizona because it It seems like they've got a good running back situation every year and it kind of just doesn't happen. And I think it might be more about... Uh, the the coaching staff and how they want things to happen there than than what they've got. But Chase Edmonds can give you something in the passing game too, and he might not be a huge upside player, but a solid selection here. Yeah, and, and the running back position is getting somewhat thin now. It is, and it's also a ringing endorsement that I don't trust James Conner at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you've seen him close up. He's just yeah. he's not the guy don't, he was. Not trusting him. Cortland Sutton coming back off an of injury, the forgotten like man, it. getting him all the way down here in round number nine feels like a steal as long as he gets some capable quarterback play. Yeah, I, I've thought about him on several of these picks. I think his stock's very much on the rise. I think he was my 24th receiver despite missing all last year. I wouldn't be shocked if he's 17 a year from now. Some of these are kind of boring picks, but I'm going to go with Miles Gaskin again here too. I mean, the ninth round is just either take a shot on a Javante Williams or Sermon or give me the boring guy that I know I can start. And I think there's some value at running back to the boring guy. How much more is there for this guy, Pittsburgh Steelers Mm. wide receiver, Chase Claypool, so much size, so much athleticism. Could he jump over Deontay Johnson as the number one guy? I don't think in terms of targets, but well, this is a much longer story. He's an immense talent. They took a lot of deep shots to him. He drew an unbelievable number of deep pass interference calls. So to no fault of his own, his numbers could have been a lot better. I think the war- the world is his oyster, but Juju's still floating around too. And I do think they want to run the ball a little bit more. I'm big on Chase for Dynasty though. Big, real big. I am on the clock Another boring Rams receiver, Cooper Cup. Boom, that's just a double off the wall. Sign me up. We're getting close to the last round of this mock draft here. Obviously, there's not going to be any kickers selected here. I don't think. I don't. Maybe you got something up your sleeve, Matt, uh, at the turn <laughs> here uh, coming up. But um, looking at the way things have fallen, I don't love what is available on the board right now at most positions. And I feel like there's an opportunity for me. Whoops, I lost the draft board. Uh-oh. To I'm going to do something fun here. And I'm going to double up on quarterback just because I want to make sure that mm. Williamson doesn't have a chance to get that quarterback 
who is Russell Wilson on the turn. There's still a good quarterback for you, but I think there was a clear drop in quarterback talent at some point here in the draft. So I just wanted to stick it to you one time before the end of this draft, Matt. I, I love that strategy. Sticking it to the opponent is always very high on my list. Um, sometimes I just wait and wait, though, for quarterbacks, to be honest with you. I mean, mm-hmm. I am going, when in doubt, take another running back. This is one of my favorites, Zach Moss. Um, oh. I think, I, I know you took Allen earlier, and he's awesome. But if I'm the Bills, I might tell Josh, hey, we're going to pay you a lot of money here really soon. Let's cut back a little on the wear and tear. I don't think Singletary's any good, to be honest with you. I thought Moss played through some injuries last year. He's a dynasty target for me as well. So I'm grabbing him there with a shot of let's just see what happens. And then I don't love anybody else on the board, so I'm just going to take top guy available on this board, which happens to be the same as mine, Tyler Lockett. I think that's pretty good value. It's 73 to get Tyler Lockett. Well, you stuck it right back to me because I was about to take Tyler Lockett there good, and, good. Uh, and stack him with Russell Wilson as my backup quarterback and my backup wide receivers. But uh, there's still some good wide receivers out there. What to expect from a rookie quarterback? I don't know, but DJ Chark, I feel like, could go big with I like it. someone as talented as Trevor Lawrence. So I'm going to finish up Peacock team number four, last selection with wide receiver DJ Chark. No qualms with that whatsoever. Um I am actually, and this this team is one that I have not drafted a quarterback, and I am searching for one as we speak. The um, the top guy that they suggest is Aaron Rodgers. I can't do it. Sorry, I'm not I'm not on board with that. I don't think Jalen Hurts is good at football necessarily, but he's good for fantasy. <laughs> uh, you bad mouth Jalen Hurts, and then you end up getting stuck with him. I hope those uh, quotes don't come back in the local media, Matt, and make you look bad. <laughs> He's going to run a lot. That's all I care about. <laughs> I don't have a tight end on this roster, and this is why your early tight end strategy starts to look pretty good because I've got to uh, go down down the road, down the, the list a little bit to find a guy, and I think Noah Fant is my only option here just because of the upside on a young player with a lot of talent. Yeah, I, I got no qualms with that too. He could hit for you this year. That That's not insane to think about. Um, so I am still up here. I am looking for my guy, Jerry Judy. I don't care about the drops. That doesn't matter to me in foot in fantasy. Mm-hmm. And really in real life, it doesn't bother me that much either. I think he was really impressive as a rookie. Just r- silently really good and yeah, bad quarterback yeah. play. The the I saw some odd numbers about how he was targeted. Jerry Judy, I think, is a stud and has forgotten about how good he was among those rookie wide receivers. Last year, I'm buying all the stock in Jerry Judy, getting him in the 10th round, getting him around pick 80. Fantastic value for me. Love that pick. Is this our last round? So we have three more choices. We only have three more picks and we're done. Yeah. Pick number 78 overall, 10 rounds of an eight team mock draft. This is a squad that has three running backs, four wide receivers, a tight end, quarterback Kyler Murray, Derrick Henry, and J.K. Dobbins were my first two picks. I got Kareem Hunt there. I feel like I need to draft another running back, but value's not great at running back, but there is a player who could carry the load and who knows could fend off a rookie and someone to go Melvin Gordon to finish up that squad. Yeah, I mean, not flashy, but he's been a great fantasy producer pretty much his whole career. He'll probably be the opening day starter in Denver. I think there's a chance he moves teams. If so, they're going to use them. Uh, I've thought about him many times in the last two rounds, to be honest with you. So 
here's something I never do, but since it's the last pick, I'm going to get a little chuckle out of the crowd here with the Steelers <laughs> defense. Of course. Woo! of course, to finish up the homerific <laughs> draft. were waving. Oh, you got Nigel Harris too. This was the original Homer pick, so this is, yeah. and this is Williamson team number one too. So you know, this is where his heart is with this squad. Exactly. I always tell you though. Kicker is always my last round. Defense is always my second to last round. And I always, always find defenses that are better than the pick. I, that's one of my best things in fantasy. So I would never take one early. I'm just doing it to get a little chuckle out of myself. <laughs> uh, that's good. Good stuff there. I love it. Okay, so the very last selection here in our 10-round our eight-team mock draft. I've got a lot of options. I, I kind of want to go off the board and do something crazy. I don't think I'm going to do that necessarily. Could go, uh, could think about Aaron Rodgers just to make sure I got a veteran quarterback to go with my young yeah. quarterback and make sure I'm solid there at that position in case there's some faltering happening. But I'm going to finish up with the top wide receiver selected in this latest NFL draft, Jamar Chase. They spent a lot on him. His college teammate is his quarterback. You know, he's going to be part of the game plan early, explosive player. Let's see if he blows up as a rookie. Uh, as his former teammate from LSU did, Jamar Chase, to finish it off. Good one. Really strong. Uh, I mean, so I'm sitting here looking at the best availables, and the receivers, there's still plenty of ones you can live with, you know, Cooks and Debo and Juju and Robbie Anderson, but it's starting to get a little lean here. There's not many of these running backs I'd be counting on, that's for sure. Absolutely. This is the point where Peacock goes crazy and I'm starting to see it right now you know a seven round pick 70 or so in whatever draft you're doing uh, I'd be starting to go deep into sleeper mode right here and and some of the boring names that might be ranked higher are the ones that I'm going to try to wade past and and hit some home runs yeah I usually do that too usually that's younger guys dudes coming off injuries things like that Absolutely. All right. That was fun. That was a fun that exercise. Fun. Yeah. First look and, and seeing where some of these tiers land with players, how we feel like some strategies could develop for us in our fantasy football leagues in 2021. And now it goes to you, the listeners. I'm going to put this out there on Twitter so you can uh, see the entire draft board too. let us know which team you like the best, which strategies you like the best so far, and maybe what you learned about what kind of strategies you want to develop for your 2021 fantasy Football leagues, really quick, I'll run through all the teams so you know where we stand here. Peacock Team 1, the results. Christian McCaffrey, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs, Kenny Galladay, Kyle Pitts, Justin Herbert, James Robinson, Jamar Chase. Williamson Team 1, Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Darren Waller, DeAndre Swift, Terry McLaurin, Adam Thielen, Chris Godwin, Dak Prescott, Chase Edmonds, Pittsburgh Defense. Peacock Team 2. Derrick Henry, J.K. Dobbins, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, C.D. Lamb, Kareem Hunt, Mark Andrews, Kyler Murray, Cortland Sutton, Melvin Gordon, Williamson Team 2, Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, Michael Thomas, Keenan Allen, Lamar Jackson, T.J. Hawkinson, Robert Woods, Miles Gaskin, Jerry Judy, Peacock Team 3, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, D.K. Metcalf, Allen Robinson, Patrick Mahomes, Raheem Mostert, Odell Beckham Jr., Trey Sermon, Chase Claypool, Noah Fant. Williamson Team 3, Travis Kelsey, Cam Akers, Antonio Gibson, Justin Jefferson, Chris Carson, Amari Cooper, Brandon Ayuk, Javante Williams, Cooper Cup, Jalen Hurts. Peacock Team 4, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley, Travis Etienne, Julio Jones, Josh Allen, Dallas Goddard, Russell Wilson, DJ Chark, and... 
Williamson Team 4, Zeke Elliott, George Kittle, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Stephon Diggs, David Montgomery, DJ Moore, Mike Davis, Deontay Johnson, Zach Moss, Tyler Lockett, and no quarterback for Williamson Team 4. There you have it. Let us know how you feel about those teams at BD Peacock on Twitter, at WilliamsonNFL. Be back Monday. Have a great weekend right here. Peacock and Williamson.